welcome back today i'm going to read for you roll dahl's charlie and the chocolate factory illustrated by quentin blake for sale in the indian subcontinent only so let's get started before i before you can before if you have this book before reading the book you have to sign in the line so everyone knows this book belongs to you so let's get started introducing charlie bucket mr willy wonka augustus glue my tv veruca salt the oompa loompas violet borgard so let's get started roll dials charlie and the chocolate factory what's you There are five children in this book. Augustus Clue, a greedy boy. Veruca Salt, a girl who is spoiled by her parents. Violet Borgard, a girl who chews gum all day long. Matthew, a boy who does nothing but watch television. And Charlie Bucket, the hero. So let's get started. One, here comes Charlie. He's too very old. Well, uh, the father and mother of Mr. Bucket. Their names are Grandpa Joe and Grandma Josephine. And these two are well. And these two very old people are the father and mother of Mrs. Bucket. Their names are Grandpa George and Grandma Georgina. This is Mr. Bucket. This is Mrs. Bucket. Mr. and Mrs. Bucket have a small boy whose name is Charlie. This is Charlie. How do you do? And how do you do? And how do you do again? He is pleased to meet you. The whole of this family, the six grown-ups, count them, and little Charlie Bucket live together in a small wooden house on the edge of a great town. The house wasn't nearly large enough for so many people and life was so extremely uncomfortable for them all. There were only two rooms in the place altogether and there was only one bed. The bed was so old and the bed was given to the four old grandparents because they were so old and tired. They were so tired, they never got out of it. Grandpa Joe and Grandma Josephine on this side. Grandpa George and Grandma Georgina on this side. Mr. and Mrs. Bucket and little Charlie slept in the other room, upon mattresses on the floor. In summertime, this wasn't too bad. But in the winter, freezing cold drawers blew across the floor all night long and it was off there wasn't any question of them being able to buy a better house even one more bed to sleep in they were far too poor for that mr bucket was the only person in the family with a job he worked in a toothpaste factory where he sat all day long at a bench and screwed the little caps onto the tops of the tubes 
of toothpaste after the tubes had been filled. But a toothpaste cap store is never paid very much money and poor Mr. Bucket. However hard he worked and however fast he screwed on the caps, was never able to make enough to buy one half of the things that so large a family needed. There wasn't even enough money to buy proper food for them all. The only meals they could afford were bread and margarine for breakfast, boiled potatoes and cabbage for lunch, and cabbage soup for supper. Sundays were a bit better. They all looked forward to the Sundays because then, although had exactly the same, everyone was allowed a second helping. The buckets, of course, didn't starve, but every one of them, the two old grandfathers, the two old grandmothers, Charlie's father, Charlie's mother, and especially little Charlie himself, went about from morning to night with a horrible empty feeling in their tummies. Charlie felt over it worst of all. And although his father and mother often went without their own share of lunch or supper so they could give it to him, it still wasn't nearly enough for a growing boy. He desperately wanted something more filling and satisfying than cabbage and cabbage soup. The only thing he longed for more than anything else was chocolate. Walking to school in the mornings, Charlie could see great slabs of chocolate piled up in the shop windows and he would stop and stare and press his nose against the glass. His mouth was turning like mad. Many times a day, he would see another, other children taking bars of creamy chocolate out of their pockets and munching them greedily and that course was pure torture. Only once a year on his birthday did Charlie Bucket ever get to taste a bit of chocolate. The whole family saved up their money for that special occasion and when the great day arrived. Charlie was always presented with one small chocolate bar to eat all by himself and each time he received it on those marvelous birthday mornings, he would place it carefully in a small wooden box that he owned and treasure it as though it were a bar of solid gold and for the next few days he would allow himself only to look at it but never touch it, but never to touch it. Then at last, when he could stand it no longer, he would peel back a tiny bit of the paper wrapping at one corner exposed to expose a tiny bit of chocolate and then he would take a tiny nibble, just enough to allow the lovely sweet taste to spread slowly over his tongue. The next day, he would take another tiny nibble and so on and so on. 
and this way and in this way Charlie would make his six penny bar of birthday chocolate last him for more than a month but I haven't yet told you about the one of the, that tortured little dog Charlie the lover of chocolate more than anything else this thing for him was far far worse than seeing slabs of chocolate in the shop windows or watching another children munching bars of creamy chocolate right in front of him was the most terrible torturing thing you could imagine and it was this in the town itself actually within sight of the house in which Charlie lived there was an enormous chocolate factory just imagine that and it was simply an ordinary an ordinary enormous chocolate factory either it was the largest and most famous in the whole world it was Wonka's factory run by a man called Mr. Willy Wonka the greatest inventor and maker of chocolate that there has ever been and what a tremendous marvelous place it was it had huge iron gates leading to it and a high wall surrounding it and smoke benching from its chimneys and strange whizzing sounds coming from deep inside and outside the walls for half a mile around every direction the air was scented with the heavy rich smell of melting chocolate twice a day on his way to and from school and from school little charlie bucket had to walk right past the gates of the factory and every time he went he began to walk very very slowly and he would hold his nose high in the air and take long deep sniffs of the gorgeous chocolatey smell all around him oh how he loved that smell and oh how he wished that he could go inside the factory and see what it was like Um, maybe you have enjoyed the chapter on of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Now I may go now. It's very late. I have to also sleep. Bye bye.